At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the BetQL Audio Network. BetQL and Radio.com have partnered up to help you beat the sports books. Use our promo code DAILY for 20% off any subscription. BetQL helps sports bettors of all types from the first-time bettors to hardcore make more informed betting decisions. Using data and analytics, BetQL's algorithms analyze the over 350,000 unique bets every year in real time to help give you an edge over the books. Our promo code DAILY for 20% off any subscription. Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker at BetQL Daily. Ross is at Ross Tucker NFL. I'm at Joe0670. Make sure you are subscribed to the pod. Find it iTunes, Spotify, and Radio.com. Reunited, and it feels so good. Nice. Eli Hershkovich. Eli, I like, I like when you, uh, I like when you sing. Oh, you meant me and Eli. Oh, I got, well, us too, us too. But, but now this is what the people have been waiting for. The segment when Eli is going to be hanging around for about fifteen minutes. Our executive producer, Eli Herskovich. How are you doing this morning? Not good. Have to talk to Why? Ross. So not good. What now? What's the? I'm issue? good. I'm just kidding. I love hearing okay. Ross's voice. I love that we still use this picture of eager, <laughs> eager Eli, eager beaver Eli. That's amazing. <laughs> eager beaver Eli. All right, Ross. Let's calm down over there. Eli, how are your college basketball bets going? Uh, it's been a rough stretch. Um, I'm up like, I'm, eh, you know what, Ross? How about your football bets time the season? That's there a lot it is. of yikes, too. That was, that was not an attack, and that was me that said yikes. Oh. So first of all, first of all, uh, my football bets towards the end of the season were awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. Secondly, um, it was an attack, Joe, because I have a couple buddies that listen to the show <laughs> and that follow Eli on social media, so they keep me abreast of Eli's performance. That's I've got shots. I've got spies. It's you get better. screenshots after every loss. No, I just have people texting me and be like. You know, Eli again, Eli wrong again. People should follow my bets, not Eli. You know, it's kind of, uh, it's very entertaining for me. Very. That's good. Well, how about people follow your football bets time the season? That was uh, not good, Ross. Not a good end. But hey, it's been, it's been a pretty good year overall. Just uh, what is a rough week. What are you about? Who sure. did you pick to win the Super Bowl? You bet the Chiefs. I didn't bet the Chiefs. No, he didn't. I, I bet the under. I said, don't bet the game. And, but your score prediction was Kansas City. Okay. 
that goes, hey, people are following your bet. That means they bet the, the Chiefs against the spread. What are we talking about here, Eli? Eli, I'm yelling I, at told Ross. Him, I told him not to bet. All right, Ross, game. can we get on topic, Literally. please? Can we get on task? All right. Um, You're the ta- one taking us off. You're bringing up the NFL. Yeah, because Ross sucks. Anyways, last night in college basketball, Boise State had a big win. Our Broncos with a huge win over Utah State. Nemes Kato, one of the better bigs in college basketball, put up 32. Didn't matter. Alston, who's going to be a pro, Derek Alston, had 26. That was Boise State's best performance all year. People were saying they're not going to be an NCAA tournament team. Mountain West could get three, maybe four teams in the dance, and Boise State looks like it's going to be one of them. Mm. Why, why is there so much conversation lately, uh, Eli? Maybe I'm just uh, running into it. Not that there are a lot of people talking about Boise State, but I see many that are saying that they're not a tournament team. It's just the perception of their schedule. Like if you go back to non-conference, I mean, they have no impressive non-conference wins. Yes, they lost to to Houston without Emmanuel Acop. But besides that, I mean, they, they didn't beat anybody. So there's nothing that really stands out on the non-conference schedule. And then you beat Colorado State. That was their biggest win in conference play before they beat Utah State yesterday. So it's just dependent on the schedule. And then it's intriguing that you brought that up, Joe, because in the West Coast Conference, Gonzaga and BYU could opt out of the conference tournament, which means you can get one less at large bid because unless the WCC decides that they're just not going to deem the conference tournament winner to go to the NCAA tournament, which I guess might be an NCAA decision overall, that could take out maybe a Colorado State of the NCAA at large bubble conversation. So wait a minute. There, there's a lot here. Okay, Eli. First of all, what do you think about teams opting out of conference tournaments? What do you think about mm-hmm. conference tournaments in general? It's beneficial. I mean, just overall college. I love conference tournaments. There's a lot of good value from a from a betting perspective, but I don't like it as much this year because if that happens, then it's taken away a qualified team like a Colorado state who could be a really fun team to watch in the dance. I mean, we see it all the time with teams that make a run in the, the first four in Dayton in years past, like a VCU that went all the way to the final four. I think it's, I mean, that's not conference tournament based, but just the point that you can get hot over a five or six game stretch and make the tournament is a lot of fun. But at the same time, if you take out Gonzaga or BYU, who are both going to be tournament teams, what does that do? I mean, it's 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 not really a qualified tournament bid or even if you want to consider taking away an at-large bid that's even worse from a team, again, like Colorado State or Maryland, for instance, who's gotten hot down the stretch. Some people think they're on the bubble. Some people think they're in. But either way, if like, I'm just thinking from the WCC, if you get one of those teams in it, that's not Gonzaga or BYU to win the conference tournament, like it's not like there's a, a St. Mary's, for instance, where they would have been in the dance last year and they made a run in the conference tournament, a team like that, that's qualified besides Gonzaga or BYU. They're just not from that conference. Eli, we're just over three weeks away from selection Sunday. And so now we start talking a lot about the teams that are on the bubble. And I get that that will be a focus for many moving forward. But as far as the other teams that are perceived to be in, how much can change over these next three weeks, are, are there teams that are being viewed as, okay, they are definitely in that, that can all of a sudden a bad couple of weeks here and they're out like a Boise state. If they maybe get swept by San Diego state, for instance, a team like that, that's on the bubble, Maryland, Minnesota actually is an intriguing case, right? They play Illinois on Saturday. They have not won a road game in conference play all year which is one of those cases where it's kind of like Rutgers last year, although they they beat Purdue in their final regular season game. But f- before that, 
they hadn't won a Big Ten road game all all conference play. And it's it's one of those cases where are they qualified enough? And I don't think Minnesota should be an NCAA tournament team unless they come up with a road win here down the stretch. If they beat Illinois on Saturday, which I think they have a shot to, then that's another conversation. But still, if you there's the there are the voters out there, there are the people on the NCAA tournament committee that say if you don't have a road win in conference play, even in a conference that's so difficult like the Big Ten, then you don't deserve to be in. I mean, just scrolling down here, the list of some potential tournament teams, Seton Hall could play themselves out of the tournament, but they're probably on the 10 line right now. St. Bonaventure is an at-large team if they don't win the A-10 tournament, most likely. St. Louis is another intriguing case. I know you asked for teams that could play themselves out, but St. Louis could very well play themselves in even if they don't win the conference tournament and they make a run just because of the perception of that team and because of how much of a COVID layoff they've had. They were alpha for about a month uh, because of COVID, and we've never seen a case like this that an NCAA tournament committee has had to evaluate. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, so I I got a question for you, Eli, but I want to see if Joe can get it first. I did not know this until Tuesday's Even Money podcast. Uh, when I guess this team, Presbyterian, went one for 20 from three-point range. Joe, do you know the nickname for Presbyterian? Division One basketball team. No idea. I wouldn't oh. even know. I, animal, I'd have no clue. I, I found out Tuesday. It's unbelievable. I'm guessing Eli knows it. Eli, you know it, right? It's like hose, right, or something like that? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is the Blue Hose, H-O-S-E, not H-O-S or H-O-E-S, the yeah. Blue Hose. It has something to do with stockings, like the Red Sox, the White Sox, but they're the Presbyterian Blue Hose. So anyway, <laughs> you should probably learn a little bit more it's about college fact. basketball. Eli, Everyone subscribe that. to the Even Money podcast so you can get stuff like that. <laughs> I know, but like I, I had never heard that. I, that's unbelievable to me. So they're never in the tournament. If they uh, what else in, you got you tonight, know. Eli? Yeah, uh, all your boys, Ross, can fade me tonight. I guess if they want to. Who are your boys? I'm just curious. Like, are they just random people, <laughs> you random friends of yours? Kind of no, do. I can't tell you. I, I can tell you, one of them's doing way, way better on college basketball than you are this year. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. His sure name's Dylan Burns. Dylan Burns, <laughs> Ross's best friend. Uh, fellow fan of the Even Buddy podcast, like all of us. All right, so starting off on the college basketball card, a lot of closing line value from the bets I made last night. You could subscribe to BetQLU 
uh, talked about those on Tuesday's podcast. How about we per- how about we just start promoting 36 different podcasts during this segment? That's true. <laughs> a lot of stuff to subscribe to. Um, yeah. So Wisconsin opened at plus one and a half against Iowa. They're now a two point favorite against the Hawkeyes. Got a tweet saying, what's the point that you would bet Iowa? I don't think there's a point. And I'm not saying, hey, again, Joe's made the case that like, okay, what is, you know, a point, point and a half, two points in college basketball when you're, when you're going through a, a, a number like zero. But still, I mean, we're talking about them, Wisconsin. If you're betting Wisconsin minus two, Wisconsin has to win by a possession by three, but if they, if they win by two, you push. So I just don't find a lot of value in that um, at this point, getting the plus one and a half last night. But I think Wisconsin's, I think this is a get right game for the Badgers from three. They're averaging the third highest three point scoring rate in the big 10. And I was given up the highest three point scoring rate in conference play. This is one of the worst perimeter defenses, not only the big 10, but in college basketball. And you think about where Iowa, Iowa ranks in the big 10 overall in defense, they're third last in the conference in effective field goal percentage and defensive efficiency. So it's not just the overall perception that Iowa could score and they can't defend. This is a, a bad defense in Wisconsin. Yes, they've been inconsistent from three. We saw it in the second half against Michigan on, on Sunday, squandering that uh, double-digit lead. But I think this is a bounce-back game for Trice and Davison, especially Davison. And if Ford can get hot for a full game and Reavers, I, I like Wisconsin to win this game outright. But again, at, at two, maybe you... Maybe you throw them in a parlay or something like that if you don't want to bet it at minus two. Just because, I, again, three and a half points difference from what I got out last night. It's tough to advocate for that. Hmm. Eli, do you have anything on Penn State, Ohio State? I do. What's your angle, Ross? I'm guessing you're on the, the Nittany Lions tonight. No, that's not my game tonight. I'll tell you in, uh, in lightning bets what my game is tonight. I don't want you to try to steal my thunder there. Right. Because I've got a winner like I almost always do. Enlightening mm-hmm. bets, but no, I don't have one. I don't have a strong take for Penn State, Ohio State. What do you have? Okay, I like Penn State. I, I grabbed it at five and a half. It's down to four and a half. Ohio State, number one. And yes, I bet against Ohio State this year. Yes, I've been wrong a couple times, a few times. But Ohio State, number one, they have a look at spot. They play Michigan three versus four. I mean, the AP top 25, it's not going to be restructured till next week. So it's going to be three versus four on Sunday. The de facto Big Ten championship game in the regular season. So it's a look-ahead spot for the Buckeyes. And Penn State, it's a get-right spot for Penn State. They've lost two in a row, bounce-back spot, whatever you want to call it. They've lost uh, back-to-back games, Nebraska on Sunday, an improving Nebraska team that pushed uh, Illinois to the brink last Friday. They gave Maryland a couple of good games this week. And Penn State did not shoot well on Sunday in that Nebraska game. And this is, a yes, they've been kind of inconsistent in Big Ten play, but they have a bunch of shooters on the floor like Miles Dredd and Sam Sessoms bounced back from three. They shot just under 30% in that Nebraska game. And just defensively, too, uh, from from an Ohio State standpoint, I've been talking about this for the last few weeks. Yes, Ohio State has given up the uh, lowest three-point percentage in conference play, but they've given up a ton of open looks. And if you're if you think Penn State is going to uh, regress positively from three in this game, I think it's an excellent spot to uh, to back the Nittany Lions getting over a possession against Ohio State tonight. Eli, you are Big Ten boy today. How about Michigan Rutgers too? This line's nine. Yeah, I got it at ten yesterday. So we'll see how. I'm sure, I'm going to lose all these all three games after getting some value. I mean, it, it makes sense, right? Because sharp betters are going to be on a trying trying to fade a team like Ohio State or trying to fade a team like. Michigan trying to find that point in the season where one of these teams or both of these teams are going to go down. But like I mentioned with Ohio state, Michigan has that same look at spot. They have Ohio state 
on the road in Columbus on Sunday. And this is a Rutgers team that can match up really well on both sides of the floor. Uh, Michigan's given up the fourth highest two-point scoring rate in Big Ten play. Rutgers averaging the highest two-point scoring rate. Miles Johnson, assuming he doesn't get in foul trouble, which is a, a question mark, uh, but he should be able to have some success down low going up against Dickinson. That's a big matchup tonight. And Rutgers, not only with uh, not only with Johnson, but Geo Baker. Um, and in transition, too, uh, they want to attack the rim. And this is a Michigan team that is below average in the Big Ten in turnover percentage. Rutgers can turn you over at a pretty high rate. With uh, with Geo Baker and Jacob Young, if if the key to this game for Rutgers is on the defensive glass, because Michigan's a pretty good offensive rebounding team, if Ron Harper uh, Jr. shows up for Rutgers, Rutgers can only cover the spread, but they could win this game if uh, if they're able to at, at least hold Michigan and limit their second chance opportunities, unlike Wisconsin on Sunday. What about Gonzaga, Eli? They're laying a lot of points. You got twenty seconds. I'm good on the Zags tonight. I've done enough fading of Gonzaga. Actually, it hasn't been that bad. I just got my I got whooped on on Saturday taking San Francisco. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not willing to uh, to do anything with Gonzaga tonight. I mean, they're just a machine at this point in conference play. Even against the St. Mary's team that can slow you down, uh, I won't be doing that against Gonzaga today. Joe, right. I've got a bet on Wichita State Houston for Lightning bets. I go first because I have a feeling Eli will try to trail my bet. Okay, we will do that later on in the show. We don't even have Oklahoma, Texas, but we've got a lot of exciting games tonight.